Hey, what's up, party people? It's your favorite Seriously, podcast that comes out every friggin' Friday on the dot. No hesitations, no reservations. It's Is This What You Want with Matt O'Brien. And suppose there also is another host of this show. Who do you think that would be? It could be anybody in the world. It could be Eugene Levy. It could be Ellen on her redemption tour. But uh, we couldn't get either of those people. It is none other than my wife, my life partner, my enemy. <laughs> Julia Lackowitz is here. Oh, uh, permission to speak. Yep. There you go. There we go. That's what happens when I intro the show. It you goes keep talking and I don't interrupt because I'm not an asshole. And then I was like, wait, he's going to say someone and then I'll come in and do my sick impression of them. Do Eugene Levy right now. Oh, jeez. Oh, David. You got it. I mean... I can't hear uh, the eyebrows. They're scrunching. <laughs> Do you think when he passes, God forbid, his eyebrows will be put in a museum somewhere? Yeah, they'll just fucking strip them off his corpse and then put them in a museum. He has such an iconic uh, feature on his body that somebody in the world is like, when he dies, I'm going to buy those eyebrows. Yeah, if they're for sale. What do you think the people would buy of yours if, if and when... You pass. Um, glasses? Your glasses are pretty s- signature of you. Sure. Glasses. My fat ass. Yep. Julia's big Polish ass. What about you? They're, your mustache? Yep. That's the only thing I got Your giant balls? Maybe. Maybe my giant balls with a lump on the right one. Maybe they just buy the lump and they're like... Can you do that? If you're famous and s- say you're famous and you know that your body parts would go for high amounts at auction and you want to leave your loved ones more money could you be like i donate my balls to the highest bidder yeah it's not really donating um or so. I, I i i consent to having my my balls auctioned off to the highest bidder auction my balls off i'm gonna okay i'm gonna put that in my will that's going in the will if if audio <laughs> is enough to consent a will i consent that my balls be sold on uh, at auction when i pass can um, you imagine it is legally binding and then someone, then you pass, heaven forbid, and I'm mourning and your family's there and we're all so sad and then it's just like, hi, I'm so sorry. No, this is a hard time for you, but we just need to remove his balls. Yeah. Christina Walkinshaw <laughs> buys my balls <laughs> and she just owns them in a case <laughs> in her apartment in New York. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I got his balls. I got his balls. Wow. Super wow. fan. Groovy. We really are a powerless. I don't think she's ever said groovy. And now. <laughs> nah, she seems like she might say groovy. Well, do uh, you know, remember when the elephant man bones uh, were put up for auction or Mike, Michael Jackson, I think bought the of elephant. Of course man he bones. did. And some some pop star from the future will dig up your corpse and fucking buy my balls. Buy your balls. Buy my balls. <laughs> anyway, everybody, this is the podcast. Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Anyway, this conversation. Um, if you don't know what it's about, it's exactly about this. It's about whatever we want. It's called "Is this what you want?" But it's mostly "Is this what we want?" We don't even know. Yeah, but that's what entertainment is. It's doing something and hoping it's that's what people want. Yes, exactly. Or it's something that people didn't even realize they wanted. And, and maybe you wanted a conversation about auctioning off your balls. Yeah. Maybe you yourself are thinking about what would go for auction when I die on my body. Could be a foot. Could be a nipple. Could be anything. Exactly. Not the whole head, though. That's a bit much. 
I don't want an auction, but I also feel like I filled out a form, maybe not in the States, but maybe it was in Canada that if I die... Organ that, donor? Yeah, an organ donor of sorts. Yeah, I think you did that here too. Uh-oh. Which is, you know, it's odd being Canadian and being like, if I die down here, uh, I'm going to give my organs to an American. Can you ship them back to Canada, please? I want them to go to Yeah, I don't know. But also, I think we talked about this on a podcast of, uh, of past. Yeah, we've probably talked about everything. Where you can you don't get to say where your thing goes. So sometimes your head might go to like a plastic surgery school where they're like, we're going to learn how to do an eye lift. I would like them to freeze my brain and launch it into space. So if aliens find it, they can maybe do something weird with it. I'd like them to freeze my brain and then launch it through the window of my enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Just a frozen (laughs) pound of brain launching into someone's window. That'd be terrifying. Can you imagine we were sitting here and a frozen brain <laughs> fell through our window or smashed into our window? Just with a note that's like, you know what you did. Yeah. You know who this is and you know what you did. Fucker. Signed, you're a fucker. Uh, would you keep the brain? A frozen um, brain? What, I, I have to refreeze it. Can you can you refreeze a brain once it's already frozen? You know when you freeze meat you're not, and it thaws, you're not supposed to refreeze it? It's probably not fully thawed, but there's definitely bits of glass in it. I mean, I'm not going to eat the brain. Wouldn't it be crazy if you did thaw it out and then created the brain from, or the person from the brain and then, but there's still bits of glass in it and be like, I can't stop thinking about glass. I can't stop thinking about doing stained glass and they become a a professional stained glass maker. So you're saying a whole person would just grow around that brain. Yeah. That's why I want mine launched into space. The book I'm reading, uh, a guy launches his frozen brain into space and then the aliens recreate his body around the brain. But they're like, it's scary because what if they use my brain to test what uh, 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 humans are afraid of and what, what tortures them? And then he's just in some weird torture device his whole life. But turns out they don't. They, they make a body around it. You know what I mean? So it's a gamble. It's a gamble. I don't want whatever you just said. Yeah. But what I do want is to enjoy this glorious chappy hour. Happy chappy hour, everyone. Happy chappy hour. The only uh, happy hour that we're aware of that's dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time named Chappie, which Julia has not seen. No, but I was just on a flight. And guess what? I peeled through all the movies on my JetBlue flight. And they had some fucking throwbacks. So I'm like, if any flight is going to have this movie it's going to be this jet blue flight but guess what they didn't yeah uh someday someday you'll someday. see it and it'll be a raucous episode it'll be hopefully be an episode that by the time this podcast is finally famous and popular that people will care about so far not that famous not that popular but hell we just do it for the love of the game i'm having a nice time it's nice what are we drinking we're drinking some kind of rosé are we we're on? drinking a rosé i've been on a i've been on a bit of a rosé kick lately because it's, it's the summertime. It's the summertime, and uh, um, and yeah, we are having a Cote de Provence. JJ Quinson. I love Quincy. JJ Quince. J Quince. Cote de Provence, a rosé wine product of France. Yeah, doesn't say too much. Appellation d'origine protégée. It's from a protected region. And yeah, it's just a nice, dry, easy drinking rosé. And the sun is finally out. It's been gloomy as all hell here in Los Angeles. Yeah, the wind picked up this afternoon and blew the friggin' clouds out. This is what happens. I'm sure we've talked about this. May gray, we June get gloom. May gray, June gloom. And boy, are they gray and gloomy. It's it, I haven't seen the sun in, I think it's been over a week. Yeah. Well over a week. And we got some sun now. And am I going outside to enjoy it? Absolutely not. I'm too tired. We were outside all day. We were um, we were 
picketing uh, in support of the writers for the WGA strike. We met up with our friends Rebecca Kohler and Amanda Brooke Perrin. Did a little bit of picketing. And, and as, as I was saying at at the picket, you, you, sometimes you see pictures of people at these things and you're like, oh, good for them. But you're like, it's a lot of effort to get out to these things. Mm-hmm. We had to drive across town, find parking in an area in an area that's shit. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if these studios are trying to make parking harder for pickers. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? And I've never been to a, a picket or a strike. I keep calling them protests, but that's not the same. Protests are a bit more yelly. Picketing it's is a more picket. like walking. It's a picket. Yeah. It's a picket. Um, but there's like a little a little uh, sign-up tent. Mm-hmm. You sign up, whether you're part of a union or not, or what's your name, why you're here, who you're supporting. And then uh, you get, you get uh, your pick of a litter of uh, signs. Yeah, I just pre-made. sort of grabbed one and and had a nice time with it, and we. That was, was my biggest fear. I had no idea how that worked. Yeah. I was like, "Where do we get the stick? Where do we get the stick? How big is the stick?" It turns out it's very simple. Yeah, it turns out it's very simple, and I picked one, and people were like, "That's hilarious!" Like people were taking pictures of my sign, and I'm like, "I did not write this." No, you just no, but like unless you make your own at home, like nobody's they're just like pre written signs. And you're just grabbing one. Yeah, I felt like I was. Uh, I felt weird. But I, I was like, I didn't write this, but everyone's like, yeah, we know. It's just fun to see. Yeah, it's just okay. a fun sign. I just felt a lot of pressure. Uh, didn't see any huge. We saw some celebrities there. Bill Burr was there. Yeah, was we saw walking. some celebs. Uh, also, great way to get your steps in. So um, if you want to support the writers, go down to your uh, local studio. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not part of a union down here. Um, is that okay? They're like, yeah, just sign in, say whatever. Yeah, support these. There were donuts at ours. There was fried chicken. That apparently Snoop Dogg sent. What? Yeah. Didn't you know that? No. That's what they said. The the fried chicken. Snoop Dogg's been sending uh, fried chicken to uh, what? the pickets. This was good fucking chicken. It was good. I was... Because like we were... Yeah, we were walking along and I put my, my steps on in my, in my um, fitness app. And we, yeah, we were walking for like an hour. Like straight. At least. And... I was like, well, I'm so exhausted. But then I started like eating fried chicken. And I'm like, I feel like shit. <laughs> I felt so we shitty. We were there for like two hours though. Oh yeah, we were there for a while. And uh, then we had, there were, we had one of those, uh, it was like a creme brulee donut. It was quite it something. It was quite nice. And then I got home and, and passed right out. You had a big nap. I can't tell if it's allergies or exercise. When it's like low impact exercise like that, I'm like, that doesn't count. But then you get home and you're just like, oh Oh my body. We both also had a really intense sleepy time edibles last night and then yeah. kind of didn't let them metabolize and I had the craziest sleep. I don't even know if I slept and I woke up still feeling. I high. know that feeling. I know when you're when it kicks in and you're just about to fall asleep but you feel every inch of your body and you feel like you're uh you know, like a leaf in an envelope and you're just slid in your bed and you're just, yeah. you, you're just vibrating. And like I could feel my knees. I'm like, have my knees always been this knee? Have they always been this sharp? Other, I'm like, they're smashing together. That's like, what I, I used like to get that all the time. the top of my leg on the, because yeah. I sleep on my side, on the bottom of my leg, I'm like, the top one is crushing the bottom one. Yeah. I've been very high in bed being like, do, I, do they always touch when I lay down? Do my ankles always touch? Should they be touching? Yeah. Did you get dry mouth? That's the no, I didn't okay, get dry mouth, but like it was like my head felt so heavy that the pillow no longer felt like a pillow. It felt like hard. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's quite something. It's quite something. And why don't we get into our first segment? You want to go uh, segment already? Yeah, why not? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. What, uh, what, what, what do you think the first one should be? Well, let's do. Let's do. Well, that was stupid. Okay. Okay. 
Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. You, you lead this one because. So gotta, this is a segment where we say something that um stupid was that stupid happened to that happened us this week. Okay, so as you all know, and I know we have another segment called "Well, that was weird." So I'm trying to figure out what's weird and what's stupid. Let's start with what I think is stupid. So I was in Reno, oh, yeah. as we know from last week. I um, went to Reno on Friday. On the Thursday, I had my callback for Magic Mike. Which, by the way, just a little update. Callback went so well. Apparently, there's another callback. Haven't heard back yet, but I am hopeful. And uh, all we can do is wait. It's gonna happen. Anyway, I felt really good about how that went. Next day, flew out to Reno, and shows were great. I was having a lovely time working with Jackie. Fabulous, really great. It got really stupid on the fucking last night, the Sunday, the last show of the weekend. Oh, two stupid things. So the Saturday early show, one of the greatest sets I've had in recent memory. It was one of those times where I got on stage. I just told my jokes differently and I felt like so smooth and connected. Everything was just like all the stars aligned. And it was so much fun. I did a, I did a few new jokes. I did a lot of crowd work. I get off stage. I go to turn off my camera. Turns out I never pressed record. God. I'm like, no. The oldest chestnut in the book. And of course, I taped every other set of the weekend. And all the other ones were fine, including yeah. the Sunday one. But then the Sunday one comes along. I'm like, last show of the weekend, all the shows have been fun. Let's do this. Let's go out with a bang. And um, I'd made friends with a server who works at the, the casino at one of the fancy steakhouses. And his wife came. And they took me out for a drink before. And it was so nice. And I was like, well, I hope this is a good show. All the shows have been good. So watch you come to the weird one. And of course, it was fucking weird. <laughs> it was one of those shows. I get on stage. And at first, like, I riff off of something. The host says, they love me. We're having a nice time. And because it's the end of the weekend and it had been such like a nice time and maybe because I had been drinking like heavily for two days, I was kind of like emotional and there was this guy sitting alone and, and I was like, give it up for this guy sitting alone. And then these drunk people in the front were like, sit with us, man. And I was about to say like how emotional and nice it was because it, it really made me happy that these strangers were just inviting this man up to the front, you know? Yeah. And it made me feel it made me feel warm and fuzzy. And I was about to express that. And then because it's a wireless mic and then the mic kind of went out for a second and I was like, oh, OK. And then I went to say something. And then the drunk guy in the front row says something along the lines of like. About me putting my lips to it because it's a penis or whatever, like some right. sort of thing like that. I'm like, is that what you just said? And I repeated back to him. I'm like, and that's what you decided. That's what your little pea brain decided to come up with. And you said it out loud. And everybody's like, ah, fuck you. I'm like, whatever. This guy's hammered. And I was like, and then from there, something just shifted. Something just got weird, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing my jokes. They're just like not hitting. And then I say something about, I'm like, we drinking tonight? I'm about to launch into a uh, joke about how I drink too much. And I'm like, this guy is, he has a bunch of like Coors banquets in front of him. Cause he did. He had like 10 uh, MTs in front of him. Ew. And as I'm about to go in this, his like sister, this drunk girl's like, he's paying on him. I'm like, I'm not picking on you. Like, I'm just trying to, I was about to say that I, I drink too. And she just starts talking nonsense and going after me. And I was like, I'm like, listen, I'm like, I know you're having a good time, but you're going to, you're going to have to be quiet though. Cause they, they will kick you. you. You can't keep talking. Cause she was talking the whole time. And then she was like, maybe if you're, if you were funnier, I wouldn't be talking. And I was like, oh bitch. And I'm mad at myself for not i know these type of like road gigs where you don't let too many opportunities for these people to come in 
but and I, I let it I should have just ignored and plowed through. Yeah. But I thought I was doing a good job at keeping it light, trying to shut her down, but she kept going, kept going. And then when she said that, I was like, Not tonight, bitch. Like I was already so frazzled. I'm like, I will kill you. And then she kept going. And then she's like, How many have a, some of my drink? It, you'll, it would loosen you up a bit. I'm like, bitch, I'm already drunk. I don't know what your fucking <laughs> mouth is. I don't want your gross shot. Ew. And she's like, well, you're picking on us. And they just kept talking. And then I had a full mental breakdown on stage. And that's why we said, <laughs> you told me this story earlier. And I said that comedy clubs should advertise that the comedians on the show are technically allowed to murder one of you. Yeah. The comedians uh, have a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> that the audience members are aware. They're like, listen. Keep your table talk to a minimum. Also, the comedians are allowed to kill one of you if they want. Doesn't mean they will, but... Doesn't mean they will. They can. Just say that's a rule, <laughs> and then people will shut up. They'll be like, I don't know, or unless they want to go there to die, it's it's up yeah. to them. But... It... It, <laughs> it was just crazy, and then I kept being like, I'm just up here trying to live my dreams. Can I just do that? And people are cheering, and they're like, yes. But then I'm like, anyway, so the other day, and I'm trying to just get back into jokes, and then she just keeps talking. And you're, I watched the tape back because I was like, maybe I'm crazy. I'm like, it, it sounds like a goblin. It's absolute nonsense what she's saying. Yeah. And it didn't help that the next day was Memorial Day. One of her brothers was a veteran. He was n- not being belligerent, by the way. Good. Um, and... I get off stage. I'm so mad. And I'm waiting outside talking to some of the staff. And then uh, during Jackie set the headliner, the, the brother comes out, the nice one and he, who served. And he's like, I apologize for my brother and sister. He's like, you were amazing. He's like, they don't know how to act in public. I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you for your service. He left. And then fucking dumb and dumber come out hammered. Oh boy. And they're like, just talking nonsense, talking to the host, like you should have been the headliner. And then going on some sort of talking about trans people all of a sudden Oh boy. and rompers. I'm like, Oh my fucking God. But apparently they got up and left themselves during Jackie set to the applause of everyone. Well, there you go. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't you. It was them. They're bad. They're bad people. They're and, bad uh, people, and I fucking hate them. And it's just it usually happens in casinos too. It's casinos bring out the worst of people, and especially when you shove them in a comedy show. It's like don't be that drunk and sit no. at a comedy show, and don't be front row. Comedy clubs in casinos are just a terrible idea. In reality, on paper, you're like, oh, okay, great. It's just a room, and we it's low cost, whatever, and. But it's, it's, I mean, I get it because casinos are like entertainment hubs. Yeah, but you want loud entertainment. You want like uh, like dueling pianos in Vegas yeah. where people can s- sing along and scream and drink and blah, blah, blah. But comedy clubs are terrible for drunk people because it's like, hey, uh, sit here quietly for an hour and a half to two hours and uh, don't say anything and yeah. uh, don't do anything and don't move and... Uh, they should electrify the seats. That's another. <laughs> if they want to, they should just zap you a bit. Zap you a bit. Everyone should have tasers. They're, they're, that's our comedy club we're opening. It's called tasers, and ev- tasers and lasers. Yeah, the comics have tasers and lasers. Yeah, we have a laser pointer where we're like, we laser point the person. We're like them out of here. Yeah, and you can either get tased through your seat, or the security will tase you. Just a little <sighs> zap, just, just like something you know. Cows get tased when but, they. You know, then people are there's gonna be kink people who are like, yeah. You heard about that, and they're gonna just heckle because they want to get fucking tased. Come zap me, zap me, daddy, <laughs> zap me, daddy. Yeah, zap I, me. Um, well, you know, if they, as, if they paid the ticket price and they want to get zapped, why not? 
That's all part of it. That's all part of the experience. Zap me daddy. You, you know, guys going to zap me daddy tonight? You know what the big closer is? Is at the end of the headliner set, the headliner goes, launch it. And then the, there's an inch of water that goes <laughs> oh on the God. bottom of the floor. And then everyone gets zapped <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> they open up a hatch. Everyone gets zapped. And go, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, God. It was very, very stupid. But I will say I, um, I saw some people in the casino later on that night just randomly as I was gambling and drinking myself into oblivion yeah. people are like oh they're like hey you're great sorry about that woman it was one of those sets where I'm like I'm the worst comedian I can't get the cr I felt like I never fully got them back and then another woman like messaged me on Facebook and she's like I felt so bad for you I hated that horrible woman we we're trying to enjoy the show I'm like that's nice anyway she that sucks pretty dumb he sucks um drink responsibly is what I'm trying to say because yeah. that was yikes that's something else. I mean, we did, we had very opposite weekends. I can't... I'm trying to think of a stupid thing that happened to me this week, but I really didn't get out there to experience uh, society enough to warrant Well, you tried to dumb. experience society, and that was pretty stupid. Remember uh, that? Yeah, I guess that's pretty stupid, because you were out of town. And let me just preface by saying I've completely forgotten how to be alone. Uh, don't know what I'm doing. Waking you say up, that every time I go out of town. It's very odd. I'm, it's, especially in a three-bedroom house. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Thank God the dog's here. That's a little project. Someone to stare at and sniff. Um, but I got invited to like this birthday thing at a bar uh, in Hollywood. So I drove 30 minutes there. I'm like, finally, I'll leave the house for something. Saw some friends there. I was there under 20 minutes. I was there so such a short amount of time I had one drink and then the second conversation hit a lull and I was standing there by myself I was like well all right I'm out of here and I just peaced out Irish goodbye I think you need a pill I, I we we're or, talking about that at the at the picketing there I think you need um not necessarily a pill but I think yeah some anti-anxiety medication or some anxiety medication might help but also just giving things a chance and having a bit more of an open mind yeah, maybe. But when everybody is much younger than me, I feel They're like... They're not a, all much yes. younger than you. No, trust me. When I was there, I was like, I feel like... I know I'm not a weird old man, but I'm like, I am a weird old guy and <laughs> no. not, I shouldn't be here. And it's different being... If I was in Toronto, at least I have the comfort of being in my home country, my hometown kind of thing and be like, well, I, you know, I can... I can the person I, who invited you to this party is not that much younger than you. He's younger. Um, it looks either way, it was it was pretty stupid on my behalf, probably. But then I think I told you I was like, then I came home and I drank wine and watched a samurai movie, and I audibly out loud looked at the dog and I went, "I'm having a nice time," <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if it's good or bad. The dog was staring at me, but I'm like, man, I am enjoying Sanjuro on the couch. <laughs> This is nice. So I found it. I found my nice alone time. Yeah. And it's samurai movie. And, and had you not wine. gone to this party and had you just stayed home, you probably would have had a nice time. But the nice time feels so much nicer when you, you know. It does. It uh, it made me realize. I'm like, I just kind of just drove back and forth for 30 minutes each way. And then I was like, well, I, 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 when I got home, I'm like, I'm back from work. You know, when you're <laughs> back home from work and it just feels nice to be home. So, you know, sometimes you just need a little reset. That's like back in the 50s when they're like, let's go for a drive. People yeah. just don't go for drives anymore. No. Because it's, 
I guess miserable to drive around back in the fifties when people were cruising around. Even as someone, I don't like to drive, but the other day when, when Casey was here and we just sort of drove to Altadena and then she's like, I just want to drive all the way up the street to the mountains as far as we can go. And I'm like, okay. And we did that. And then I drove home. Yeah. And I was like, this is nice. That's fun. See, that's fun. Driving without a destination. It's the destination getting there, parking. Oh my God, am I going to be late? Blah, blah, blah. But just like cruising around somewhere where it's like, it was a beautiful day. Yeah. There's nice scenery. I like that. I did like driving in Toronto, like especially driving or walking because it was such a small, small towny feel where people would see you and and yell at you and stuff and and people you'd know. Although one time our friend Ali Hassan saw me on the street he drove by and he, he waved or whatever and then he texts me he goes man your posture is crazy when you walk <laughs> and it made me self-conscious of walking in toronto ever since first of all you have good posture that's the thing you he's walk like, with a fucking rail up your ass he's like you have such good posture and i'm like it's because i went to a weird private school and they told us to do it i have good posture too yeah but mine is like next i'm straight as an arrow because right you're and uptight man you gotta fucking relax babe should i walk like a pimp <laughs> Wow. What if I walked like a pimp? What Walk if? like a pimp Egyptian. I hate you. Are there Egyptian <laughs> pimps and are they called pimp Egyptians? A gyp pimps? A pimp shins? On that note. On that note, <laughs> um, maybe it's time for... Okay, let's... Now that we're in a stupid zone, let's do... Well, that was weird. Oh, uh, yeah. It's time for that was weird. Okay. You might have to lead this one because I also I will. I will anything. lead this one because it was weird and stupid back to reno oh my god um i've never even been there and i hate it listen i feel like i can smell it every time you say reno i I smell a cigarette and dampness it kind of is that and it's it's a specific brand of like air freshener that they put in the casino like all my clothes smell like it i hate it but there's parts of reno that were very cute which we'll get to but um so i was anyway uh long it was weird. Here's the weird thing. I I I shit my pants in Reno. Ew. I shit my pants in Reno. I <laughs> sharded my pants in Reno. Ugh. I shit. What did our, our friend? <laughs> we were telling our friend Amanda this uh, this morning, and she's like, "That sounds like the name of a country yeah. song." <laughs> <laughs> shit which, my pants in Reno. Which it might be. It probably uh, well, is. and we'll get to that too. So I was. Okay, I want to say that the night before, so Friday night, I'm on stage, I'm doing my shit jokes, and and I'm bragging on stage that I'm like, I have like borderline IBS and I've never shit myself in public. Good for me. Next morning, I go, I take myself to breakfast. By the way, it's it's uh, Memorial Day weekend. There was all this stuff going on in the casino. It's so fucking busy. Yes. I get to one of the breakfast places. I sit at the bar. I have this delicious breakfast. I get a Bloody Mary. I get a orange juice. I get a coffee. I get a water. You get, get to all, the pants shitting. You get all your morning <laughs> things. But that it's good to know. You had a breakfast. And I had four beverages. Yes. Oh, don't fucking rush me. I know. You think I tell too many details. But I need to paint the picture. So I'm, I'm there. seeing it. I'm there. So I'm there. And then I'm like, oh, I should go back to the room. So I get back to the room. I get on the I get on the elevator. I'm like, okay. And then just as the doors are about to close, some rambunctious teens get on. They're like, bro, it's going up, not down. They're like, whatever. And they just get up. I'm like, just coming along for the ride, huh? They're like, yeah, whatever, bitch. And I'm like, you smell okay. like shit. And I'm like, haha. And then they like press a button. They're like, that's not the floor we want to get off. I'm like, okay. And finally my door opens and I'm on like one of the top floors and I like run out and I run into the bathroom. And as I'm pulling my pants down, I guess I release too soon. And 
There it is. It just it like fell out of my ass. <sighs> That's good. <laughs> this is where this podcast went, huh? <laughs> this is. Uh, but it was weird. It was. That's weird. If you want to know my, what my well, that was weird was from this week. You texting me that you shit your pants in Reno. <laughs> I never thought I'd receive such a text. You running back? Life. I didn't need to know this. You need to know <laughs> you shit your pants in Reno. If you did make T-shirts that said "I shit my pants in Reno," <laughs> people would buy them. I would want to wear that. It's just like an old vintagey styles T-shirt. I shit my pants in Reno. Uh, there's your merch. When, merch. The best part is the day. I think it was the day I shit my pants or the day after that um, Avery Pearson, um, who runs this show called The 88 Show, which is like a comedy musical show where you work together with him and you write a song based on whatever. He asked me to do this. And I've been wanting to do this show for like five years. He gets like big names. He has a full band that goes behind it. Anyway, he asked me to do it. I'm like, Oprah's done it. I ca- yeah, Oprah's done it. Um, <laughs> Harry Styles, Jennifer Lopez. Um, but I kind of want to. I kind of wanted to base it around shitting your pants. pants in Reno. Yeah, yeah. Try to make a country song about it. Bring it to life. I shit my pants in Reno. And all I got was this shitty story. Wow! Thanks for saying my story was <laughs> shitty. <laughs> well, it was. You little it's full of shit. It's full of shit. It is. Um, okay, yeah. well, we're going to do one last segment before we wrap it up because I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, you're tired and annoying weird. I could I could fucking talk for hours. Maybe you should leave and I'll just... Uh, you want to solo it with uh, Shange here? Shange is in the middle sure. here. Um, well, I guess we'll do something that made us feel nice this week to get this all the shit off of our Let's chest. Let's get all the shit off our chest. Um, I have to take my sweater off. Talk while I take my sweater off. All right. Our next segment is called Warm and Fuzzy. Where we talk about something warm and fuzzy that happened That's this weekend. That's how warm I felt. I Matt, why don't you lead it off so I can roll my eyes and, and uh, speed you along during your that story? That good. Um, oh, my God. Something nice that happened to me, Matthew John O'Brien, this week. Could be anything. I mean, we're starting rehearsals back for for, uh, for our, uh, our our musical, Fast and Furious the musical, and that feels very nice. Um, it's very it's a project that's near and dear to my heart, and I really like doing it. And all the people are very nice, and uh, it's exciting, and I love it. And it makes you feel good, and I think uh, I think it's going to be very good. And we're all very good at what we do, and it's nice to have a different project. Even being at the picketing today, I'm like. You're not being a stand-up comic or anything. You're like, I'm just supporting this. I'm on a different avenue. Our fingers are in many pies. It's good to diversify your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody listening to this being like, oh, man with no job goes to pick it for a few hours. Yeah. Is saint. <laughs> a saint among everybody. No, we're working on... Uh, we, that's the thing. We're always no, I just like to things. do many different things. And yeah. this is a, a, a big one that I, I really enjoy doing. And uh, I'm, I'm excited very, for you guys. I'm very excited for it. It's uh, it's good. It's a lot of work. I think that's maybe why I'm so tired because we, we've been doing rehearsals from like for like seven to ten p.m. Yeah. the last couple of days, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of new stuff. Because when we first did this, since we've done since we used to do it pre-pandemic, two new Fast and Furious movie movies have come out. So it's uh, we had to update it for that, and it's, it's very exciting. It's nice. And that's it. And what's yours? What made you feel good? <laughs> well, I thought you were going to mention this too, but briefly. 
We went to the Huntington Botanical Gardens oh, yeah. yesterday. That was nice. Um, on the f- last Thursday of every month, Los Angeles people, they have like a free day. You have to get tickets the day before. Damn right. And they will sell out. Um, so yeah, we went to that and it's, it's fucking huge and it's beautiful. And we just saw so many amazing plants and they have different like there's like the chinese gardens japanese gardens and then there's like the australian outback there's the jungle there's the desert gardens it's absolutely incredible and at the end we got i got a glass of rosé and you got a beer and we just sat and looked at the garden it's the plants and it's it's funny i was walking around being like i really enjoy this i'm at an age where i enjoy this and i saw some snot-nosed kids running around they were on like a school trip and i'd be like if i was that age I'd probably be acting the same. They're like, oh, what are we doing here? What is that? I don't care. I don't care about this. I'm, and I just want to be like, listen, when you're older, you're going to love this shit. See, I would have, as a kid, I would have loved that. And still, a museum, though, a museum is always hard for me. I always I always yeah. go to museums, and I can always appreciate it, but I'm like, my, I can't, I can't, like, I read the little fucking plaques, and I try to understand that this painting or this random artifact with so-and-so's and and then i just get overwhelmed i'm like oh but with flowers you're like man that smells nice man that looks cool i do feel like the pollens from around the world fucked me up a little bit the pollens fucked us because we both were fucked yesterday yeah a little fucked up yesterday on on different pollens um i like a museum when i was a kid i used to like museums but only for the interactive exhibits oh yeah yeah, something you could (laughs) jesus something you touch and sneeze onto like i didn't care what it was like it could have been like clean this egyptian man's brush (laughs) (laughs) and it's just okay yeah you like fucking hands-on tangible stuff i get that or there was like i remember there was one in a museum i forget maybe it was in toronto i was there as a kid and they were like you're an archaeologist uncover this dinosaur yes i remember that as a kid and part of me was like i remember being a kid being like aren't you supposed to do this (laughs) they're like it's not real i know i thought it was real i'm like i'm literally touching the dinosaurs i'm helping so that okay that's the first part of my warm and fuzzy and the last part is back to reno Uh uh-oh um okay let me set the stage your pants yeah so i'm in the shower (laughs) water's hot i'm taking the bar of soap rubbing it on the shit and then i clean my face with it and then i get pink eye i'm just kidding um so (laughs) now i feel warm (laughs) now my eye is warm and fuzzy and pussing no so rewind back i i was i was a tear i was on a tear in reno i was bopping around to every bar i was meeting everybody i was chatting everybody up i was having a nice time and i met another like crew of servers and i met another server who works at this restaurant called la strada i'm like is is that in the casino is it nice he's like yes i'm like can i use my creepy um like laugh factory coupons there because you get like meal credits and he's like i'm sure he's like i'm working tomorrow come in so jackie and i go for dinner the next day and order a bunch of lovely stuff prepared to use our meal tickets he comps the whole thing crazy comps the whole thing was so lovely we had nice wine we had ravioli we had shrimp i had veal something or whatever it was so good and then throughout the days we just kept going back to that bar and hanging out with this kid who i later found out was 23 years old you're a pervert a fresh baby um and him and his and then all the server's friends came and they knew all the bartenders it was just so fun and i'm just like playing having a good time having a good chin wig on the last day and then i'm playing um double double bonus poker and i fucking hit four aces that's hard to do with a kicker with like a two or whatever the fuck it was and i got like 500 some dollars 
Jesus. And I, I've ne- that's the biggest one I've ever had gambling. And I was, and I was so like casually at that point, we're just talking while I'm smoking cigarettes. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, and I think I held two aces and then two more came in the kicker. And I'm like, Oh my God. I think that was the oh same night God. I came back from that party early and then watched samurai movies and I was having a nice time. I remember you texted me that and I was like, Oh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> this night is good. I it was, was very just excited for so you. nice. And I immediately, I gave like the 23 old 20 bucks. I gave Jackie 20 bucks. I gave the server 20 bucks, um, the bartender. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. it was just fun. And then I, I broke my rule of doing shots and I did shots. And then the next day at the airport, I almost barfed. I almost barfed right into my chicken parmesan. Oh, what a, a bodily fluid heavy uh, trip into Reno, <sighs> which most people probably have that story. Most people are probably like, I can relate to yeah. puking and shitting in Reno. And it's not, it wasn't just the alcohol. Like something was wrong with some of the food. Like there, wrong there's with the air something and the water, with the air, sure. the amount of people that were there. I can't go back to Reno. Yeah, for you, a while. You've been there twice in like, a six-month period. <laughs> in like a four-month period. You, yeah, not again. You're good. You're good for Reno. Not again. Not again. And I think we're good for this episode, uh, everybody. This has been a roller coaster. We've learned a lot. We've learned that Julia shit her pants recently. We've learned about donating our bodies to auction. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that I need to work on being alone. And being social. And being ugh, social. Especially, no, it's, it's different from being a man with a mustache, being like, hello. Then shave off your mustache. Quit making excuses. What if I just shaved my whole body bald? Yeah, just be a weird lizard man what slithering if, through town. What if an eyebrowless, hairless man approached you and was just like, would you like to converse with me? You're talking about an albino. You're talking about Noho Hank, and I would love to talk to him. That'd be nice. Yeah. So smooth. So smooth. So smooth. So smooth. Well, it's just like the ocean under oh, the moon. So smooth. When an albino man approaches you from behind. Stop it. All right, that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we love you. If you DM'd us and we didn't read it, I'm sorry. Whoops, We're bad. Julia's in charge of that. I am. I'll be better. I'll be better, man. Okay. That's. We'll be back uh, next week. Next week? Yes. Yeah, we probably will. Goodbye. See you then. This is what you want with Matt and Julia. Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Shalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal